This is the Skulls of Wrath Heavy Metal Podcast, presented by thejoyofmetal.com. Visit thejoyofmetal.com for more. This is Pat from Sabathon. Hey, this is Brendan Small, creator of Metal Clips, and you're listening to Dale. This is uh, Satchel from Steel Panther. Randy, the singer from Lamb of God. Ted from Amon Amar. Liam from Dillinger Escape Plan. This is Max Cavalera from Cavalera Conspiracy. Hey, this is Chuck Billy from Testament. This is Francesco Paoli from Flash to the Apocalypse. Dino Cazares from Fear Factory. This is all from Enforcer. You're listening to Skulls of Wrath. Hi there, my name is Dale, and... This is a very special episode of the Skulls of Wrath Heavy Metal Podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. And you can find us, just quickly, you can find us online at www.thejoyofmetal.com. That's thejoyofmetal.com. Got a growing list of of brand new and some older uh, interviews with metal musicians from all around the globe that I've done, uh, as well as a, a whole smattering of other uh, heavy metal related content and stuff like that as well. But for today's very special interview, I have a bona fide guitar legend. His early work created genres in metal. He Albums he's worked on has appeared in top 100, top 500 metal album lists of all time. And he is bringing his band and playing music in New Zealand for the very first time. And of course talking about guitar legend Ross the Boss. Now in 1980, as many fans will tell you, Ross the Boss founded Manowar with Joey DeMeo. And their work throughout the 80s created and influenced, uh, it had a massive influence on a wave of new metal genres from power metal to viking metal to many more in between and i'm told that that period as many suggest opinions vary but that period of time counts as amongst the band's greatest although a lot about the 80s often is the greatest ross the bass ross the boss himself is a firebrand for heavy metal itself and even american punk with the likes of his group the dictators but it is with Ross the Boss Band, or the Ross the Boss Band, uh, that he'll be playing Hail to England, that classic Man of War album, in full throughout Australia and New Zealand very shortly. Very, very shortly. And that's what we talk about today. Now, for the 19, 19, for the 2019 Ross the Boss Tour, we're looking at uh, Whammy Bar in Auckland on the 17th of November, San Fran in Wellington on the 16th, and in Christchurch Club Tavern on the 17th of November. Tickets will be on sale from davidroywilliams.com, and we'll have links to all that sort of stuff at thejoyofmetal.com. Following New Zealand, they're going to be in Adelaide on the 20th, Brisbane on the 21st, Melbourne on the 22nd, Sydney on the 23rd, and they're jumping over to Perth on the 24th. So a massive, uh, we'll say eight dates in, across Australia and New Zealand for you to catch the legendary Ross the Boss covering Man of War, covering Ross the Boss songs, all sorts. And we'll even be linking some Man of War and Ross the Boss songs, uh, not only on the YouTube video that this will appear online at, but also at, if you're listening to this as a podcast, audio only, thejoyofmetal.com. It'll have something there as well, just to get fans in the mood for the tour as well as introduce some new people to the music which i think is always good uh but okay 
we're going to jump straight into the interview right now. Uh, but please go check us out, like I mentioned before, thejoyofmetal.com. That is our website. We have worked hard to get this podcast out as quickly as we can, given that it's very time-sensitive. Um, time of recording is less than a week. Well, in all honesty, I thought I'd missed the chance to actually talk to Ross the Boss himself. But magically, I got the go-ahead for this. It came through on a Friday afternoon. The Friday before his New Zealand tour kicks off. And the interview call went through, was scheduled for midday on that following Saturday. Um, so, bearing in mind that I had completely thought I'd, completely thought I'd missed it, and the short time scale involved, I thought there's, no, 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 no there's obviously a wee bit of stress and excitement, I guess we should say, <laughs> going on. Uh, let alone everything else. Um, technical side of things are trying to fix sound levels as you might, might imagine are trying to get everything sort of on the audio side of things as, as good as I can but uh, if you go check the video out on YouTube you might see me constantly fiddling about and sweating a wee bit um, it's all sort of a culmination of quite a hectic wee time there but we're lucky enough to speak of course with Ross the Boss this is the Skulls of Wrath podcast for thejoyofmetal.com my name is Dale and this is me speaking literally yesterday at this point with Ross the Boss, guitar legend. Now, obviously, it's a huge honour for myself. Uh, thanks for talking to me today, and it's a huge honour uh, to be talking with you. But I did just wanted to start off by saying that, personally, I wouldn't dare claim to be a true diehard fan of Man of War and your work as a whole, but I have spent more than my fair share of, uh, let's say, intoxicated nights rocking out to Man of War and... In particular, Death Dealer's song. So um, that's where I'm coming from um, before we head off on this interview. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's, interesting. that's great to know, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, of course, this is the 35th anniversary and you're of Hail to England that you're bringing on this tour to Australia and New Zealand. Yes. Yeah, we're uh, coming. We know that. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's. it's mere days away at this point um now this is obviously yeah. this is the first time you're bringing ross the boss and men of war to new zealand isn't it yes that's right oh, yeah. fantastic. And we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're very very excited looking forward to it oh, awesome I'm, there's plenty of fans down here that would be um probably a little bit more excited i imagine given it's the first time in the long history um well we, we hope so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, when you, I'm just kind of curious, just sort of uh, as an aside here, when you visit new markets, new tour areas like New Zealand, uh, is there any sort of different thoughts or processes that you guys um, kind of go through, or is it just metal fans worldwide are kind of all like to rock out? Listen, it's the same all over. It's the same wherever we go. Heavy metal, we speak the same language. doesn't matter what country we're in. It's a, it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood, heavy metal. Fantastic. And uh, uh, we're, you know, no matter what country we're in, no matter what language they speak, no matter what, no matter what religion they are or nomination or race or creed or anything like that, it, heavy metal is uh, just, that's the, that's the, that's the com one thing we have in common. Rock and roll. Oh, cool, man. Um, 
Now, as I mentioned earlier, your set list is uh, promised to be, obviously, the entirety of Hail to England, uh, accompanied by other Man of War classics, uh, and top, topped with, obviously, some great Ross the Boss tracks. Um, That's right. Now, how do you plan on putting that all that... Oh, uh, uh, how do you plan the show with all that material? Is it kind of a mixed bag, or are you going to run through Hail to England first and then? Well, we we um, have no. We have our else? we have a we have our set worked out now, and it's going to be uh, classic Man of War opening up, and then we're going to go to we're going to start to Hail to England, and we're going to play Hail to England front to back, and then we're going to play. We might play some Ross the Boss songs before we do Hail to England along with all the Man of War. So we have an hour and a half program, and uh, it's full. There is no bullshit. There are no, there are no drum solos or speeches or anything like that. Uh, it's just start-to-finish rock action. Oh, awesome. Now, um, as I said, we, obviously, it's a bit days away before you hit the stage here. In, um, yeah. it's, it's, only, it's less than a week before you're here in New Zealand. Uh, now, for anyone who's on the fence about buying their ticket, um, uh, do you have anything to say to them to convince them to get out there and, and, and rock out with you guys on those, those uh, uh, dates? Yeah, I'm going to convince you about something. The band is not only going to do this, this Manowar stuff, but, but my band is probably the one of the most talented, uh, active touring groups in the world. My bass player, Mike, Mike LaPond, is the greatest bass player in the world in my opinion, next to Billy Sheehan, him and Billy Sheehan, um, and Greg Smith at the Ted Nugent Band. But Mike LaPonda, right up there, because you know he plays in Symphony X. Um, Mike mm. is an amazing bass player. We have Steve Bolognese on drums. And, I mean, the guy is just a... Uh, he, is, he is a wrecking machine, precise. His double bass drum work is flawless. You're going to see this guy. He's an amazing drummer. Our singer is probably one of the greatest front men in the world right now. He's absolutely great on stage, great voice, highs and lows. Um, and, of course, there's all the rest of us, you know. I'm, a, I'm really truly at the top of my game now. And actually what we're doing now is we're working on our new record. I'm, I'm recording it right now as you speak. As we speak, I'm recording it in the next room. So we took time out for interviews. But uh, <laughs> that's right. We're going to have our record for March, our new record for March. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Um, now, yeah, I was just going to say, you guys, I, I, I kind of had this idea for a question, but kind of left it aside because it's kind of a bit uh, not. But you guys are just on fire at the moment. You guys have got tours at the Wazoo. You've got new music coming out. Uh, the fans' response seems to be just through the roof with you guys. Is this a resurgence of, of that old school kind of attitude, or is it that you guys yourselves are just on fire? Well, I mean, my, the, the Rust the Boss Band is old school, but new school yet. Uh, we, I mean, our energy level is berserk when we play. Um, we, 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 we don't come on stage in costumes. We don't have bombs. We don't have smoke. We don't have, you know, elaborate, you know, stage effects. The only stage effect we truly have is our talent and our music. And uh, uh, it shows through. I mean, the word has gotten out about the band. Wherever we play, people are just amazed and entertained, and you know, big smiles on their, on everyone's faces, which which is you know, happiness is what we want to purvey, and uh, you know, it's just it's a working formula that we're 
that we've we've had, and it's, it's been working and working more and more and more. And we just hope uh, everyone in New Zealand comes out to see the show. I mean, because you're going to go, there's going to be people there, and you're going to say, "Oh man, you should have seen them." Oh my God, that was so. You know, you know, you, you know, you get that after every. You should. I stayed home. I should have. I, man, I stayed home. Oh God, why did I stay home? You should. And and the friend is going, "Oh man, you have no idea what this was like." Oh God. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, you should have seen them. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's the case, and that's how. But that's how heavy metal bands grow. You know, that's how we we get better and bigger and bigger. So it's a process. It's, it's a process of heavy metal. You know, I, I always say that heavy metal is a dinosaur. I, I akin it to a dinosaur. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to move it. You know, you, it, it's almost impossible right. to move it. But once you start moving it, it never stops. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Makes sense? <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah, no, no, no. I think it does. Now that you explain it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a giant mass, but you know, it's hard to move, hard to move. But once you once you start moving it, it's like a boulder coming down a mountain. It's just not going to stop. So uh, we're really excited, honestly. We're truly excited to come to New Zealand, and um, we're looking forward to it. And as a matter of fact, I'm we're one of the most friendliest bands. Um, after the show, you know, I, I sign every single bit of order, every single bit of merchandise. Anything, anything that the fans want, I'm, I'm there for them. You know, some bands are charging absorbent amounts just to just to shake your hand. That that's you know, at the end of the show, if it's not on the meet and greet, I'm I'm there for everybody. And it's an honor. It's an honor for me to be there. <laughs> I think you might, you might be opening the floodgates with that one, given that this is the first time you you're down here in New Zealand. That um, might be asking for a bit well, of trouble. You know, <laughs> actually. Be... The, the dictators played. The dictators played in New Zealand a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, I was so looking forward to coming. No, that's, that's awesome. Now, <clears throat> uh, um, I mentioned about sort of hardcore uh, Man of War fans at the, sort of the top of this uh, this interview. Um, now, I know I don't like to personally delve into the sort of. Uh, band uh, uh, conflict or, or, or drama or anything like that, but with hardcore Man of War fans, how have they, how are they accepting of of um, of your work, of your tours, and you know Roster Boss, and you know you, you taking Man of War on the stage and sort of showing them what's what? Yeah, uh, well, I've been doing it. we've been doing it for quite a while now, and the more the more the hardcore fans see us, the more they love us. Um, you know, at first it was like everyone was comparing Mark to Eric Adams. And, and you know, uh, I didn't pick Mark for a singer. I didn't want a second Eric Adams. You know, that was not my point. We have an original band. We have original music. And, you know, Mark, Mark does his version of Eric Adams. He, 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 Eric Adams to Mark is a god, you know, and uh, mm. his favorite, you know, one of his favorite singers. But there's only one Eric Adams in, on this planet. Um, but that that being said, Mark is a Mark is a is a power an entity unto himself, and, and people are going, people are starting to hear it, knowing it, and with this new record coming out, I'm I'm telling you, it's it's bring it's going to bring the band to the next level, because it's 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 really good, <laughs> really something else. It's it's a it's a it's a giant leap from uh, from by Bloodsworn, and by Bloodsworn was pretty good, uh, but this record is mm -hmm. a giant leap forward. 
and it's going to be out in March. Oh, fantastic. I will look forward to yeah, I've been keeping my eyes out for that one, that's for sure. Um, mm. now I'm, sure, I'm sure you get this sort of question maybe a lot, but uh, if you'll forgive me, of course. Um, with When you started out with Man of War and albums, certainly like Battle Hymns, uh, you created, or um, well, certainly at the fore of, of, of a whole sort of raft of uh, metal genres, uh, I guess a, a lot of influence, and especially genres like speed metal. And I'm always interested to know that when you have these early albums that you know, the, this creativity um, was kind of, was that born out of wanting to hear a particular sound rather than obviously just, um, I don't know, sort of more commercial means? Well, that's a good question. You know, they, they say that Manowar invented power metal. Manowar invented mm. Viking metal. You know, Manowar invented a, yeah. a, a quite a few subjects. Quite a few subgenres, genres in not speed metal, not thrash metal. Manowar invented, I would say, Manowar invented. Joey and I invented uh, power metal for sure. I think Battle Hymns was the first mm. power metal record, and uh, you know, so uh, what can I say? <laughs> you know, we did it. <laughs> you know, just like the dictators helped invent American punk rock. You know, so. You know, so but uh, it's it's a great honor for us to know that you know because that Battle Hymns record was just a, a milestone, a milestone mm. in music. Yeah. Now this, in research for this, I found this uh, an incredibly interesting story of 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 the the um, of Manowar coming together that Ronnie James Dio introduced, basically introduced you, uh, and you sort of got along like a house on fire. That, it's such an amazing yeah. story. Yeah. So the, 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 what, the, the, what happened was I was on tour. I was in this French band called Shaken Street. And I was, we were opening for Black Sabbath in England. Uh, that was the Heaven and Hell tour. That was Ronnie Dio's first tour with Black Sabbath. And um, mm. I, found, I found myself opening for my idols, Black Sabbath. And I uh, was doing a sound check. And uh, after the sound check, Ronnie comes up to me and goes, uh, Oh, you know, uh, I, love, I love the dictators. I love New York's. You know, punk rock. I love CBGBs. I know, I know about all the history. You're fantastic. I like you. I love your guitar playing. And I, Ross, I have. Uh, and he was so lovely to me. And I said, have uh, my friend. We have a guy on our cruise named Joey, and uh, he plays bass. And he goes, I, I think you should meet him. And I go, Yes, sir. Yes, General General Dio. Yes, sir. I was like, Yes, sir. I mean, you know, as Ronnie Dio tells me to do something, I go do it. Especially then, I mean, it's like, oh my God, it was like 1980, 1980. And uh, so immediately right after I saw Joey out and we struck up a conversation and we became friends and we started talking about music and the things that we love and what we wanted to do. And I said, would you, I'm looking to do something bigger than, than Shaken Street. You know, I'm looking for, to do something bigger and more wild and just louder and heavier and so we started talking about it, and that's when Manowar was born, on English ground. We were born on English ground, and it's the first first song I wrote for, for the band. It's called Manowar, you know, and uh, it's about the history of the band. We met on English ground in a backstage room. We heard the sound, and we all knew what we had to do. <laughs> so that's how it started. No, I love that. They uh, I get in a lot of strife for this, but Ronnie James Dio is my favourite singer and favourite Black Sabbath singer as well. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but that's I stand by that. It's, I, I fucking love. Hey, Dio. you know, 
and listen, he, he was incredible. I mean, uh, he has a, a lot of fans, believe me. A lot of people love him. They all love him and miss him. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think our time's kind of running out now, but I'll just uh, kind of a tongue-in-cheek almost question here. When I do the preamble uh, introduction for this for when I go to air this, uh, what objective uh, would you like me to refer to you as? Uh, would you like legend or icon? <laughs> a legend or an icon? Um, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I'm not really. I'm not really comfortable with any of that. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. Just a good. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. You refer to me as what you want, and people people say because I've been in the business since put my first record out in 1975. I'm like, you know. I don't know what to say. It's an honor. Whatever whatever you call me, it's an honor. Just don't call me late for dinner. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well look, come on. It's, it, uh, at least it's a, you've got a handful of albums in the in the top uh, 100 or top 500 metal albums of all time. You're in the what, Heavy Metal Hall of Fame. Um, was it uh, the story about KK Downing coming out and, and rocking up yeah. with the guys at the show in England somewhere? If, if you're if not a legend or an icon, then what? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I would say Tony Iommi is an icon. Uh, I would say that, uh, you know, those guys, Ozzy is an icon. Uh, Rob Halford is an icon. You could call me a legend. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. <laughs> Legendary guitar player. 